This is our second session on chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. And the two questions I would like to try to answer is, in the logical flow from the preceding chapter through this word, so or therefore, to the main command of being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord, being of one mind, why insert the if clause, which we've already talked about, but why, why even include this? Since he could have gone from the premise that a life lived in accord with gospel um, worth is a unified Christian life, therefore, so be of the same mind. Have the same love. Be in full accord. Why did he put this if in there? And the second question is, why include this? Complete my joy. So he says, let's look back at 127. Let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. How is it going to be shown to be worthy of the gospel of Christ, showing the worth of the gospel, because you stand firm in one spirit with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. You're not frightened. So this emphasis on unity especially is picked up on now, since this is what shows the gospel of Christ to be so worthy. Therefore, therefore, be of the same mind, have the same love, be in full accord, be of one mind. He could have gone straight there. And instead, he inserts verse 1 with these five if clauses, and he inserts 2a with complete my joy. Why? Those are the two questions I want to try to answer. Father, help me now. Help us to see why did Paul write it this way? What can we learn? There are such rich, important things here. Show us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I think the answer goes something like this. Paul loves, he loves to lavish. Let's go ahead and write it down. One, this is my answer to the first question. Why this series of if clauses? If there's any encouragement in Christ, which there is, if there's any comfort from love, which there is, if there's any fellowship or participation in the Spirit, which there is, if there's any affection and sympathy, which there is, therefore, have the same mind, same love, full accord, one mind. Why do it that way? Paul loves to lavish us with encouraging, hope-giving reality before and as the basis of any commands. Oh, the lessons to be learned here, right? 
Do we do it this way? Do we preach this way? Do we handle our kids this way? Do we deal with ourselves this way? When you realize, I've got to do something, something is required of me, there's an ought, do you, do you work to precede the, the ought with a big is? What is true, which would make the ought joyful and doable? When you tell your kids you ought to do something, do you lavish them with truth about Jesus and about their standing in Jesus through faith so that the ought is carried in joyful freedom? Well, Paul says, I want you and I'm going to require of you that you pursue same mind, same love, full accord, one mind. This is a big ought. Yes, it is. And therefore, I want you to know there is encouragement in Christ. There is comfort from love. There is participation in the Spirit. There is great affection and sympathy flowing from Jesus so that when you are now called upon to live in this unity, it's not as though he's telling you to try to get into these realities. You are in these realities, and therefore this is doable. That's the great gospel lesson for how commands relate to reality. And here's the answer to the second question. Why, why insert this? Complete my joy. He could have simply said, so, if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, be of the same mind, have the same love, be in full accord, and of one mind. He could have gone straight to this command. Instead, he couches this command in a form that draws attention to the fact that if you do this, it's going to make me really happy. It's going to bring my joy to great completion. Now, why would he do that? Why would he do it that way? And here's my suggested answer. Paul models for us how we show the, the worth of the gospel Namely, joy in gospel unity. Remember, the big argument back here in chapter 1, verse 27 was, if you stand firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving side by side, you show, you walk worthy of the gospel, you show the worth of the gospel. That's the big argument. But what he's drawing attention to here is it's not just unity in a non-emotional, abstract sense, same mind, same love, same full accords, one mind. It is joy. This is my joy. I want to model for you how you show the worth of the gospel from 127, and you do it by being like me, 
My joy is in this unity. You will complete my joy if you act this way, and you therefore should be like me and thus find your joy in being this unified. So those are my my two answers to the questions. Why did he write this way? Why not just go from so to the bottom line issue be of the same mind, have the same love, be in full accord, be of one mind, so because that is worthy of the gospel. Answer, because he loves to lavish us with reality before he commands us to do things, and he loves to model for us how we show the worth of the gospel by pursuing unity, namely by pursuing joy in gospel unity.